welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Cork, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. If you are working towards weight loss school and you just can't seem to get the number on the scale to budge, listen up. I'm going to share with you today five big reasons why your weight might not be budging. Even though you are pushing yourself at the gym, you're plugging everything you eat into MyFitnessPal, and you're even cycling your little heart out on that Peloton bike, but you just still can't seem to lose weight. And so I am a registered holistic nutritionist. I've been coaching women for years now, specifically to help them with their body composition goals. And I'm going to share with you a couple big key areas that women really don't realize can really affect your weight. And the big thing too, when it comes to weight loss is that it can feel super frustrating if you're working towards a certain goal, a fitness goal, right? And you just can't seem to make any progress because we've also been so conditioned to look at weight as this metric, like sole metric of progress for any of our fitness goals, especially as women. And so again, even though you're working hard, even though you are pushing yourself, even though you're making all of these incredible changes with your lifestyle, with your habits, and you're putting in the work and you're putting in the effort, sometimes it can feel super discouraging. And we really just feel like it's a complete waste unless we see that reassurance on the scale. And so today is going to kind of be a deep dive into a few different areas, because again, I know it can get super frustrating with your fitness goals or your journey when you don't seem to be able to make any actual progress and it can be discouraging. And this again is not only going to be hard for yourself mentally, right? You can feel like a bit of a failure. You can feel frustrated, but it's also really hard on yourself physically because if we're stuck in the scenario where we can't lose weight, sometimes it can actually be a sign that your body's actually really stressed or that your approach is wrong. And if we keep pushing and pushing and pushing, we can run into these scenarios where it's actually going to make things a little bit worse, maybe a lot worse. And so again, really pay attention to these things that I'm going to share and ask yourself, could these potentially be why your body is having that resistance? And when we can really work with the body, and really kind of support all these areas and optimize all these areas, this is where we can get to our fitness goals with a lot less resistance and a lot less struggle. So let's dive into things. Number one is you may not actually be in a calorie deficit. If you're noticing that your weight isn't changing and you're not really noticing any changes with your body composition or you feel like you're getting leaner, this may actually mean you're not actually in a caloric deficit. Now, in order to actually lose weight, right, we need to be in a state where we are outputting more energy than we are inputting. And so this is kind of like a very basic kind of fundamental for weight loss or even fat loss. And when we are tracking, even in my fitness pal, so if you are like, hey, I am in a calorie deficit, I'm tracking sort of everything and I'm putting like all the different food I eat in there. 
in my fitness pal and it's saying that, hey, I'm actually eating this many calories and this is my macros. Now, the reason why I say this is because sometimes we can be doing this, but it's not really the full picture. And that's where a we're using entries that are actually incorrect. So we have to remember that MyFitnessPal isn't 100% accurate all the time. This can also be where we have to really kind of look at things and make sure they are confirmed. I've seen I've seen people who are tracking chicken and then they're tracking it as chicken breasts and then they're actually eating like chicken thighs, for example. So higher caloric value, it's going to be higher in fats, right? It's not quite the same. So even one simple example like that is going to make a big difference with your overall calorie intake. The other thing too is if you are taking certain entries and the person who actually created that entry did it incorrectly, then you could be tracking something as one value when it's actually something else. Uh, the other thing too is if you are including any types of kind of restaurant foods or menu items or processed foods foods or store-bought foods, sometimes even though on the menu, on the nutritional information, it says that it's going to be this amount of calories and these are the macros, it really depends, right? You can go and you can get a chef or somebody who's working there make the meal and they're using different amounts of things. And if even if they are using kind of just more oil, right? Instead of one tablespoon, they use two or three, right? In order to like just cooking and preparing it or as a dressing or something like that, it's going to change it. And so unless you are very kind of aware and like specific with your calorie intake, this is where even though you think you are in a calorie deficit, you might not actually be. So one thing to really kind of dive into and really kind of reflect and be like, oh, are these actually kind of correct? The other thing too is to really pay attention to where you are having all of those little nibbles, all those little tastes and those snacks, or even drinks. I've seen people who are not including the drinks that they're having, right? They're only focusing on their meals day to day. And this is where we can actually be consuming a lot more than we actually think. And this can sometimes be keeping us stuck. So really being aware of the specific foods and the portions um, that we are having day to day and the drinks and the condiments and the dressings, right? And even sometimes some sorts of seasonings. Another thing too is some people don't even, they will track certain things and they don't necessarily count vegetables or they count the the condiments or the dressings or the different sauces and stuff. And those things can add up depending on the scenario. So just things to be aware of, especially if you are working towards a weight loss goal and you're really, really frustrated that you're not quite seeing the results. Really pay attention to these things. The other thing too is depending on what your approach is and what I've seen a lot of the times is where people will follow a certain calorie intake or macronutrient intake or day-to-day, and they're really good Monday to Friday. But then on the weekends, then they end up having their cheat meals. And they're not actually tracking these. And it's not that you have to track every single thing you eat in order to lose weight. But again, if you aren't fully aware of your 
caloric intake and your macronutrient intake, this can keep you stuck. So really paying attention to these things is important, especially if you are in this plateau point and you're really kind of getting frustrated with your results. So sometimes people will be really, really good Monday to Friday. They're really on it. They're really specific and intentional about how they are nourishing their body But then the weekend, they end up kind of having a bit of a free-for-all. And so this can, again, keep you stuck and where you are really kind of bouncing back and forth between being very intentional and mindful about your caloric intake versus the weekends where you're not. And so this, again, we can overdo it over the weekends because it's a cheat meal or we have certain dinners and we've been good all week, right? These, These phrases are very, very common. And so this, again, can keep you stuck over time. And so really kind of being aware is step one. I mean, really kind of evaluating things. And sometimes it could be that you're just not in a calorie deficit in order to start seeing the results that you're looking in terms of your weight loss. And again, It's not always about weight. We're going to dive into this a little bit later on. It's not always about like tracking everything. And that's our only form of progress. There are so many other ways we can make progress with our health and our fitness. That being said, when it comes to weight loss specifically, we do need to be aware of our calorie intake and also our calorie output too and our exercise. I mean, just making sure that we are in that calorie deficit overall and we aren't keeping ourselves stuck simply from lack of awareness. That is all. Now, number two, you're actually pushing yourself too hard right? Believe it or not, you heard me right. You could actually be pushing yourself too hard. Sometimes like less is more. Sometimes less training, less cardio. Sometimes eating more is actually going to be better too. And so this is again for you. If you are finding you are weight training five, six, seven days a week, if you're doing cardio, every single day. If you're pushing yourself with classes or hit training or cycling or you're and you're also in this calorie deficit and you know you you looked at things and you're like nope, everything's checks checks out. I'm very intentional and aware of the foods that I'm putting in, what my calorie intake is, what my macros are. I'm really on it and I'm still not seeing results. And this can be because you're actually pushing yourself too hard. When we are training, when we're doing cardio, when we're also dieting, all of these things can be stressors on the body. The other thing I often see is women who are waking up at 3, 4, 5 a.m., right? And they're pulling these long, long days with juggling their family and their work and then also their fitness goals, and they're sleeping five hours a night. This, again, is a massive stress on our body. And so really paying attention to these things and asking yourself, hey, am I actually stressing out my body? Is my cortisol high? Is there issues with my adrenals right now? And if all you see in your journey is stress, 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 (laughs) this is where sometimes taking some time off the cardio, sometimes doing something more relaxing and restorative, like just going for a walk or even reducing the amount of training you're doing and sleeping more often, these can actually help you 
get your weight to budge and finally start seeing the body composition goals that you're looking for. Too much stress, too much cortisol, right? These things can actually have negative impacts on your metabolism. These can really affect your body composition because again, they can influence your hormones. They can be too much stress on your body. And sleep, I'm not going to dive too much into this, but so, so important. I've done a full episode on this previously. It is extremely important and so overlooked because if we are that high-strung go-getter, right, that perfectionist, and we have all these goals and we just need more hours in the day, sometimes we sacrifice our sleep in order to do so. And so really pay attention to these things and ask yourself, maybe do I need to do a deload week? Maybe do I need to walk instead of run all the time? Maybe do I actually need to increase my calories and increase my carb intake? And you'd be surprised how many women will start seeing better results from doing less cardio and eating more. Now, number three, going to dive into this, kind of touch base on this, but number three is you're not losing weight and seeing that weight loss because your hormones are actually creating a lot of resistance. And so again, this ties into what I just mentioned and what we just talked about with cortisol, but certain other hormonal imbalances like high estrogen or even low thyroid function, right? These can affect our body composition and therefore it can really affect our results, right? Your thyroid, if you're dealing with an underactive thyroid or any issues with converting T4 to T3, right? This is going to directly impact your metabolic rate. It's going to impact how your body is turning the foods you're having into energy for yourselves and fueling your body. If you're dealing with a low thyroid as well, right, an underactive thyroid, then this can also affect your energy. Fatigue, right? Chronic fatigue is one of the most common symptoms of an underactive thyroid. And if you have low energy, how motivated do you think you're going to be to really push yourself with the weights and to really be consistent with the exercise? So really pay attention to these things. Estrogen, again, can really affect how our body is holding on to body fat and storing body fat. This kind of plays hand in hand too, because the more body fat you have, the more higher estrogen you often have as well. So really paying attention to your hormones. If you're feeling constant resistance, if you're feeling like your weight loss journey is this constant uphill battle, really take a look at where your hormones are at. And I'm not going to dive too much into this, but there are a lot of signs and symptoms for each different hormonal imbalance, right? When we are having too much or too little of certain hormones, and the communication with our endocrine system is off, then this is where our body gives us feedback. There's going to be certain signs and symptoms associated with specific hormonal imbalances. So we can really pay attention to these things and we can figure out where does my body need some support? And so step one in your weight loss journey might actually be supporting your body, getting your body back in balance, getting your hormones back in balance, getting your adrenals and your endocrine system functioning as it should, and then really dialing in your nutrition and your fitness and getting your body to actually respond to those changes. So really pay attention to your hormones. And if you ever need help, right, guys know how to reach me. Just I'm always just a message away. You can fill out an application in the bio and I'm here to help. This is literally what we do with women all the time to help them reach their goals and be their best possible self. Now, number four, 
Number four, I also see very, very commonly is consistency. You are doing all the things. You're working hard. You're in a calorie deficit. You're pushing yourself with the, at the gym, but then you burn out because you're doing too much <laughs> or you're just not fueling your body properly or you're also not addressing your stress coping mechanisms and your relationship with food. Consistency is super, super important if you actually want to start seeing noticeable changes and noticeable results. If we're just crushing it for five days and then we are, we lose it, <laughs> we have that all or nothing mentality and we just, we check out every weekend. Again, you can keep yourself stuck. So again, where we talked about just like sometimes actually pushing yourself a bit less in a more maintainable and sustainable way can actually be better because you can keep that momentum. You're not flip-flopping back and forth constantly with these habits that are going to help you get to the fitness goals you're looking for. So really ask yourself, are you actually that consistent? And if you're not, figure out why. Dive into it. And remember, sometimes less is better. Sometimes less is more and sometimes less will actually help you get better long-term results because it's actually going to be sustainable and maintainable for you. Now, number five, super, super important point. You're actually losing fat, but maybe it's not weight. Maybe you're doing all the habits, you're working hard, and your weight doesn't really change. But your overall body composition is. This is especially true if you are incorporating strength training on a regular basis, which is super, super important. Strength training, resistance training, right? This is going to really support your metabolism. This is going to support your hormones. It's going to help you feel strong. It's going to help you get leaner while eating more. And so we have to also remember muscle weighs more than fat. So if we are building muscle, if we're training hard, we may be actually decreasing our overall body fat percentage, but that might not be reflected in our weight and the number on the scale. So again, it's not always about weight. We are so conditioned to think that weight and the number on the scale is the only metric of progress for ourselves. But when in reality, there are so many other ways that we can really be making massive improvements with our health and our fitness. Sure, body fat percentage is one of them, but also strength, also energy, also how do we actually feel? How balanced are our hormones? How is our metabolism? right? No point losing weight if you have to eat 500 calories a day in order to maintain it. Doesn't sound like a very fun life, does it? <laughs> so really pay attention to all these other forms of progress within your journey that improve your health and improve your fitness. And sure, they're not as easy to measure as just stepping on a scale every single morning and seeing what the number is. But there's so many different aspects to our health and our fitness. So again, really pay attention to all the different biomarkers. And this is exactly why, like with all of our client check-ins, we don't just ask for their progress photos and ask for their weight. We also ask them, how is your energy? 
How is your mood? How is your strength? How is your digestion? How is your cycle, right? For women, how are you? How are your hormones? How is what is the feedback your body is giving you? We reflect on their sleep, on their mood, on their strength, on their energy, all of these things, right? Those are self-reflections. Those are things you feel. Those are things that impact not just your physical health, but also your mental health. And again, they play into your ability to lose weight and improve your body composition. So I encourage you to do the same. Pay attention to these things. Instead of just reflecting and being like, how much do I weigh today? Ask yourself, how do you actually feel throughout your journey with the healthier habits you're taking, with the approach you're taking? And if you are still struggling, if you're trying to do all of the right things and it's still not getting your body to respond, then you might need to dig deeper. This is where really reflecting and digging into how your hormones are, where your metabolism is at, even your gut health plays a role. So pay attention to these certain things. And if you need support, again, you know how to reach me. There is literally an application form on the bottom (laughs) in the caption, in the bio, and we would love to help. This is what we do. And these are just five reasons that we often see women who are struggling to lose weight are dealing with. And when we actually look into these, dive into these, and like address these, then we can finally start working with the body, start getting the results we want, and achieve our goals. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.